Hello and welcome back to the How I Ripped Off Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast. My name is Chip Thompson and I am joined, mm-hmm. as per usual, mm-hmm. with MC. That would be me. How are you? I am well. How are you? Also well. Good. Thank you for asking. So if this is your first time listening, <laughs> I feel like we haven't really reminded anyone if, the, um, if this is your first time listening, mm. this is a really bad place to start listening mm-hmm. because this is season three, episode four that's I literally crazy. forgot we were on season three. That's crazy. I know, right? We've done so many podcasts. So you should go back and listen to episode one, season one, mm-hmm. and then come and see us in a few years when you've caught up with everything <laughs> that's going on. <laughs> but this is a show where we read through a thing I wrote as a 14-year-old about how it would be like if we were supernatural crime-fighting ninjas, as the theme uh, song says. Very close to reality, as it turned out. Yes, unfortunately so, with all the uh, bad things. <laughs> uh, what happened last week, MC? Well, uh, Chip, Chip, evil, I mean, um, anti-hero Chip. Heroically sacrificed himself. That's the one. Yep. Uh, is back, courtesy mm. of Shinokan using the vessel of Britchett, but Shinokan is all like, well, it wasn't me, I didn't do it, I was told, <laughs> someone told me to do it, it was not my fault. He went full shaggy on it. He did. He did. <laughs> so Chip has been brought back for some mysterious higher purpose from the elders who are the elder elders elder, elder elders, squares who we don't know if they're good or evil yet yes mm. yes yeah. also there was some a thing uh, about some young kids who are street kids so they were homeless but they were oh, fighting yeah. vampires a guy called strider yeah yeah so cool. such a badass uh, and apparently some people of his are dead and he mm-hmm. was a part of it and so it's be interesting to see oh, was it him or his friend katrina that uh, was affected by chip raising the one there was some it connection was Katrina. There. It was Katrina. Her dad got squelched by the one. <laughs> squelched really sounds like a, a, a sex act, actually. I mean, I don't know what the one did before killing the dude. Squelch? I feel like it's a lot it about sounds, you. It sounds like a disgusting sex act, which is exactly what the one would be into. I feel like you'd be a great anyway. police officer or something like that. You'd be like, oh, I'm very sorry to report that your father was squelched. <laughs> by a big... Uh, by, uh, beach ball headed demon. Well remembered. Thank well you. done. <laughs> I almost said basketball headed or baseball headed. That would be less intimidating. I hope I describe. I hope all my demons now have. So I refer to their heads in some sort of sport ball term. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's crack on. Let's get on with trust part two. Previously on Tamora Gason, a blinding light ripped a hole through reality. And something fell through the hole, which then closed up. Shinno Khan walked forward to the body that had just arrived. He was naked, covered in cuts, and was having uncontrollable convulsions. Shush. Shinno Khan commanded. It's going to be alright. You're home now. Chip looked up at his master. Oh my fucking god! The man tried to say something, but it was just mumbles. MC reshuffled the man and caught a glimpse at his face. MC nearly dropped Chip. The shock was immeasurable. Why did you bring him back? MC said, turning to see his master standing in the doorway. Firstly, I didn't bring Chip back. Something else did. For what purpose? I do not know. Not yet. But I will find out. Do you know where he has been since he died? Hmm, let me think. A holiday home in Barbados? No. Hell. Although the young Japanese man could at least say he had a family. Not a mum or a dad, but brothers and sisters. Other street kids that had bound together to rid their neighbourhood of vampires. Maybe Strider didn't know all of their names or where they all came from, but he knew he could trust them all with his life. Katrina went to push Strider, but he stopped her. 
We can't go back out there again tonight. There's too many of them. We've lost too many lately, and I'm not gonna let us lose any more. And Johnny? Strider didn't reply. Instead, he just left to go and relieve the Night Watcher of his duties. He could never handle death, no matter how much he had been around. And he believed that Johnny, like Nick and Joe, were dead. What's up? MC asked Louise behind a yawn. It was 8.30 in the morning. Ah, I feel like it's been a while since we've kind of established a time frame. Oh, yeah. It was a very much a thing of, I think, the first season. It was, was it like, was. It, it's 8.47. Two minutes later, three <laughs> minutes later, seven and a half minutes later. It was 8.30 in the morning. Bright sunshine shone in through the landing window, smothering the first floor hallway in natural light. That was a decent bit of text there. Like <laughs> It, it was one line that didn't have any spelling errors or anything. <laughs> No, but you painted a picture. Also, what's the name of that song that goes... Yeah. I don't know, some dude. Imagine that playing right now. Yeah. Some dude. (laughs) Some old dead guy. (laughs) Louise was standing by the banisters looking downstairs. I had this dream last night that Chip came back, she said. MC joined her. Funny. Jay replied, joining them both. I had the exact same dream. Yet, Louise continued, the funniest thing was that this morning I looked in his room and it was as if his bed hadn't been slept in. Ooh, Mm. where's he gone? I remember putting him into it last night. That couldn't have been a dream, could it? They both turned to MC. Well, I didn't sleep at all last night, so it couldn't have been a dream. The gang heard the sound of a glass smashing downstairs. They went to investigate. Sure enough, Chip was in the kitchen and he was sweeping up the mug he had just dropped. I thought it was a glass. I know. Maybe it's one of those glass mugs. Are they glass mugs? Oh, like a latte glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. He turned and saw the others standing in the doorway. Funny the things you remember and forget. He said wearily, I remember where the dustpan and brush was, but forgot that tea can be very hot. Is he even English? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the things that happen to you when you're in hell. (laughs) You remember all the important things, like where a dustpan and brush is, but... Tea is hot? What? Welcome to hell. <laughs> the dust brighter brush is in the cupboard. You think all the tea would be extremely hot in hell? True. Ah. Maybe it's like all cold tea, like when you forget it for okay, <sighs> you forget it for like a couple of days and then you go and say, Oh, is that my tea? And then you drink it and you're like, Ah oh, yeah, that's my tea. That is the real bad place. That's where the the worst <laughs> torture the happens. Circle of hell. <laughs> he looked away from the others, as if he felt embarrassed by what he just said. That's pretty much me reading this entire thing. <laughs> These things will come in time. Shinno Khan said as he appeared in the kitchen. Drink! You just need to get into the swing of things again. Now go and get dressed. I do think he's also forgotten to wear clothes. (laughs) (laughs) Funny the things you forget, like clothes. Like clothes. (laughs) The gang parted as Chip stepped between them to exit the kitchen. Once MC was certain Chip was upstairs and out of the way, he approached his master. What's going on? I have a little assignment for you two. Little team building exercise. <laughs> trust fall, everyone. Yeah, they're going to make Chip do the trust fall at the top of the stairs. <laughs> we'll catch you. Really? really? Yeah, go on then. MC was gobsmacked. He couldn't believe his ninja ears. Hey. We really need to do ninja anatomy at some we point. Do, we that do. needs to be a thing. You mean me and Chip working together? Shinokan just nodded. 
You mean the psycho boy who nearly destroyed the world? Oh, I like psycho boy. Can you start calling me that in real life? <laughs> I All already right, do. Psycho boy. <laughs> <laughs> Just not to your face. Shinno Khan kept nodding. MC went to walk out, but Shinno Khan stopped him. I mean, like, physically, is he able to put a hand on him and stop him from going? Or is he just, like... No, if, if MC is a silver watcher or four-leaf clover, <laughs> those are the only things he has physical capability with. Wait. He commanded. You are going to need Chip if you want to help people that are dying. Oh, such emotional blackmail. Also, I like how he isn't really... He's never really said, Look, I understand. Chip was kind of a dick. I can understand why, but there's <laughs> kind big of things dick. going on here. And blah blah blah. So it's like, oh no, you should give him a chance. And oh, but he look at his. I put some bunny ears on him. <laughs> look how cute he is. He didn't mean it, did you, Chip? No, I didn't. I'm so sorry, MC. See. <laughs> but that's been like his whole shtick for the entire thing, hasn't it? He's always been vague and a bit aloof and even when <laughs> Chip was trying to destroy the world he was always like oh well I mean you know maybe he's just uh, diff- slept badly or um, just he's, you know he's been going through some stuff and... yeah he was sad yeah yeah. I mean Shinokani is kind of like their father figure in a way isn't he like, he that's is, what he's he become is. so I guess he wants to look after his like surrogate children yeah even yeah. when they try and destroy the world and kill a bunch of people like, yeah. he's still trying to bring out the good in them and so, but yeah, he just needs to be a bit clearer with his intentions. I feel he does. Like, he like, does. Look, Chip is back because we need to give him a second chance, or because some other higher power. Well, I don't. I just say I don't know. Just, no. it's okay, Shinna Khan. Just admit your faults. It's okay. This is a safe space. <laughs> he's trying to be the all-knowing father figure. Mm. He's, he thinks that his uh, his uh, surrogate children still respect him <laughs> and think that he knows everything, but in reality, they're just oh, for fuck's sake, Dad. <laughs> Do you think he's the sort of dad that goes to like his kid's sports team and yells at like the referee and stuff? <laughs> Wait. He commanded. You are going to need Chip if you want to help people that are dying. MC stopped and was now paying attention. I have a message from the elders. Ooh. The, I mean, the, not those elders. <laughs> the other elders. The ones we beat up? <laughs> <laughs> I know there's another set of elders. There's three sets of elders now. That is a good point, though. How many elders are there? I don't know. Because there, the there was the two that went into the big one. Yeah. And then he's mentioned some other higher up elders. Mm. So I guess the elders have their elders. It's like I'm making it up as I go along. (laughs) Then Chip rejoined the group. He was fully dressed in clothes he had in his wardrobe and even found time to style his hair using gel. That's our Chip. (laughs) He's getting better already. Again, the group parted to allow him back into the kitchen. Shinno Khan continued. There are some kids hunting vampires in downtown Tokyo and they're losing. The numbers are dwindling, and we need to put a stop to it, MC and Chip. Both ninjas looked uneasy. Chip even looked worried. This sucks more than a cheap whore, MC said. Would a cheap whore suck a lot? I feel like... I guess, because people would hire them more because they're cheap. Oh, I was thinking in terms of... You're talking about, like, amount, number (laughs) of sucking, the frequency of sucking. I was thinking, like, the, the force of... Sucking, oh, the quality of sucking. Right. Quality versus quantity. Yes, this is more of a quantity thing. I'm really glad we took the time to break that down. It is important. Yeah. Also, great line from MC to, you know, kind of sum up the gravitas of the situation. <laughs> it is not for you to decide, MC. The elders have spoken, and we need to repair the damaged links between us and them. Now hurry up and get dressed. Then you and Chip can move out. Hmm. He's a politician. 
He is. And also, I like how the elders didn't care about the literal end of the world, but a bunch of homeless kids in Tokyo hunting vampires are like, oh shit, better go on it, get on it. Uh, their priorities are a little screwed up, aren't they? I love that, I love that. MC didn't want to act like a spoilt child who didn't get his own way for once, but he didn't know how else to storm off. Yeah, I think it's fairly justified. Yeah. Chip headed to the weapons room to stock up. Leaving Louise and Jay with Shin no Khan. Like, Chip has been back, like, what, like, 12 hours? Mm. And, like, from hell? Mm. And he did, couldn't remember tea was hot, and now he's like, okay, I'll go fight some vampires. Ah, <laughs> uh, are we going? Jay asked politely, like you would ask your best friend's mum for a sandwich. <laughs> Relatable. <laughs> I think this is a task they should complete by themselves. Okay. Jay said, nodding away. What is going on? But before she could finish the last syllable, Shin no Khan was gone. I mean, I think she got the last, the last syllable out there, right? Like, what Wait, is going? I, I think that Shin no Khan disappeared in the middle of her speaking. She oh, finished. Okay. He's just syllable. fucked off. Who, who would have thought he'd, he's not really very considerate or aware of other people's feelings? Okay, bye, guys. <laughs> I'm a head out. <laughs> Jay decided he would head into town to pick up the latest issue of Kerrang! while Louise went back to bed. MC was ready. Dressed, that was. He wasn't sure if he was ready to share a car with Chip, and he certainly wasn't sure he could trust him. But at the wishes of Shinno Khan, they both got into the DeSoto and headed for the place where these kids were supposedly holding up. He didn't tell them. He didn't tell them where they were holding up. He, he's gone. He went away. How did they did he leave a note? You'll find it just like <laughs> building full of street kids somewhere in a gigantic city. You know how there's not too many abandoned buildings in Tokyo. I'm sure we, they could we, find we it. We established last time that there were lots of. I know that was the joke. Ah, good. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you remember that bit. Good. Fifty minutes or so into the journey, Chip was bold enough to try and strike up a conversation. His voice still sounded harsh and coarse. <clears throat> Got to do harsh and uh, coarse now. Yeah, go for it. So there's a there's a problem between us and the elders? No, there's a slight misunderstanding between me and the elders. Had to kick their asses to try and clean up after your mess. Chip decided it was best to leave the conversation for now. He had been back a matter of hours, and already he'd started to cause rifts again. I think he didn't actually heal the original rift. I think yeah, that was the big it's issue. Still quite a large one. <laughs> Oh, I just stepped on his toes again. I'm sorry. Oh, it's like when your girlfriend's mad at you. you know, like, oh, I'm sorry, babe. Are you hungry? It was about another 45 minutes before MC and Chip reached their destination. Early morning Tokyo traffic had held them up. The journey had been in complete silence. I can imagine us in a car for an hour and not talking. Mm. That'd be weird. Music at least. Yeah. That's not no, talking. We'd, we'd, we'd argue about what music to listen to. <laughs> oh, I haven't heard music since in, they was in hell. The only the only music they had there was... Barry Manilow. <laughs> Fucking loved it. <laughs> yeah, I do like a bit of Barry Manilow. <laughs> MC pulled the car into a back alley, narrowly avoiding the walls, and drove into a clearing. This is the place. He said. How can you tell? Chip asked. MC pointed to the obvious lookout who was marching up and down the rooftops of the surrounding buildings. He carried a large wooden stake in one of his hands. If it's in the middle of the day, surely they're all right. True. And also, why a stake on the rooftop? Do you want a crossbow? Do you... In case there was a vampire on the roof? True. Roof vampires. Ah, the worst the kind worst of vampires. Kind. <laughs> or a vampire with a jetpack. Oh, true. Oh, that would be bad. They exited the car and started to look about. Suddenly, out of nowhere, someone jumped out of the shadows and took Chip down. Chip managed to kick off his attacker, 
I got back to his face. <laughs> what? This new fighting style where he <laughs> does a headstand. Chip managed to kick off his attacker and got back to his face. Okay. Every scratch and bruise caused him pain when he had landed, but he tried to push it aside. Not to make light of his, his um, supernatural journey, but I feel like if he'd been to hell, you wouldn't really notice the pain of being knocked over. <laughs> well, I guess he's still quite beaten up and injured and weak from hell, Fair you know, enough. and he's still quite sad about all the cold teas he had to drink. <laughs> or the Barry Manilow he's missing. <laughs> the man circled Chip and made another lunge. Chip tried to sidestep him, but he wasn't quick enough. They both landed in the bright, sunny part with the man on top of Chip. In the bright, oh, sunny part? Oh, okay, because they were in the shadows, weren't they? Yeah. That makes yeah, sense. Makes okay, sense. Yeah, sure. yeah. Obviously, uh, Chip's ninja speed isn't up to uh, scratch at the moment. I know, I know. Hey, he said, why aren't you bursting into flames? <laughs> Is that Sonic? It sounds a bit like Sonic, yeah. <laughs> hey, go listen to our Sonic High School episode, yeah. cheap plug. MC yanked the man off of Chip and pushed him back. Probably because we're not vampires. Then why are you here? Strider asked. We're here to help. It was now getting on for midday as Chip and MC sat inside the large, almost demolished building. Wind whistled through the various cracks and the holes in the walls. MC wondered how they all managed to keep warm during the winter. They had both been introduced to Strider, who was the leader of the operation, and also to numerous other kids who lived there. MC couldn't believe how young most of them were. They should all have been hanging around on street corners, partying all night, not chasing vampires around. Yeah, because that's exactly what we did as teenagers, wasn't it? Hell yeah. (laughs) Party all night. (laughs) Katrina, one of the females in the group, was telling MC and Chip about young Johnny, who had gone missing just that previous night. When was the last time you saw him? MC asked. He was standing in front of the group along with Strider. Katrina sat down with a few others who had also been filling the ninjas in whilst the rest of the kids went about their daily lives, making steaks, storing food and keeping lookout. Chip sat on a crate behind MC and Strider, listening, trying to take everything in. He was having a hard time not focusing on his own thoughts, but it was better to be focusing on someone else's problems rather than your own. Much, that's a really healthy attitude, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> and it definitely didn't lead to any problems yeah. before. <laughs> It's good that he learned a lot from trying to bring about the end of the world, uh, betraying all his friends, going to hell, being brought back to life. It's clear that, you know, it's been a learning process. Yeah. I mean, it's like, um, okay, so what I did is I pushed all my pain deep down before and it didn't work. So this time I'll push it even further <laughs> and everything will be fine. He followed Strider and a few others when they went on a hunt. You let a 12-year-old kid come hunting with you? MC asked in disbelief. No way, man. (laughs) Strider was firm in his answer. He just followed us. I didn't even see him. (laughs) I love Strider already. What about the others that went hunting with you? Did they see Johnny? Strider's head dropped. They didn't make it back. We got separated, (laughs) then outnumbered. I was lucky to make it back myself. If it wasn't for Katrina here, then they would have had me. I don't care what happens the rest of the season. I'm going to find some way to like put Strider in every episode. <laughs> Katrina blushed, but Strider continued with his praise. She was on lookout, saw me running. This girl could hit a flea from 500 yards with a crossbow. I mean, that's, that's a bit excessive, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Vampire flea. Vampire rooftop flea. Oh, what about one of those giant fleas that was on the, uh, the oh, muckle demon? Yeah, muckle? Good... It was a muckle. Yeah. yeah. Well, well remembered. Thanks. God, this, all of this shit is in my head now. 
It's almost like you wrote it. <laughs> You're a good marksman? Empsey asked. My dad, he used to take me to archery. Before he was tragically killed <laughs> by <Somehow>. a gigantic <laughs> demon who squelched him. <laughs> and after they finished squelching, he killed him. <laughs> Would it be possible to see your weapons? Katrina was more than happy to show MC where they kept their stuff. I'll give you the tour, she said. Strider pulled up a crate by Chip, and I think he like sat on it like backwards, like yeah, a chair. So, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, Chip, let's rap. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are like professional monster killers, huh? Chip came out of his thoughts, just in time to hear the question. Yeah, sort of. It's more of a mission than a job. Chip felt sick, saying those words. It had been a long, long time since he had justified his calling as a ninja. You don't look too good, dude. Strider said, looking at the multiple bruises and worn eyes of Chip. He tried a smile. I don't feel that good either. Chip caught a glimpse of the strange look Strider was giving him. I've been out of action for a while, he said. Hey, you want to see something cool? <laughs> Strider asked. Chip nodded. He took out a packet of cigarettes. <laughs> and a flick knife. Uh, they took a walk across the large hall-like part of the building, down some metal steps and into the sewer. A large hall-like part of the building. Almost like a hall. Like a large hall. Yeah. <laughs> Where are we going? Chip asked, finally. Into one of the buildings in this area. Why didn't we just use the front door? Because... Strider paused for a second. Because no one knows about this place. It's like an underground bar or something? Or like, mm. well, only Strider is allowed? I reckon Strider knows about Chip. Ooh, ooh, mm. okay. That's interesting. If that doesn't happen now, we're going to be really disappointed. <laughs> Chip trudged along, hands inside his trouser pockets. He felt tired and desperately wanted to rest some more. As well as the physical strain... Chip was having psychological trouble as well. Really? Really, okay. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> nice self-diagnosis there. <laughs> he, like MC, had many questions. Why was he here again? What had changed, if anything? Those are the only psychological problems he was having. <laughs> Everything else is fine. <laughs> I wonder if they have counselling in hell. Before he was taken away with his thoughts again, Strider announced, Here we are. He knocked on the small metal door, causing an echo in the sewer. These guys aren't used to visitors, Strider said, stepping. <laughs> like a little dance. <laughs> Chip followed and found himself standing in a pitch black room. He couldn't say a thing. Strider? He called out. Hang on, I'm just switching the lights on. He did, and the light almost burnt Chip's eyes. He was having a hard time adjusting to bright lights at the moment. It had been so long since he had seen one. Just hell? <laughs> dark in hell. Very, yeah. very dark in hell. It's very dark it's just... and there's no hot tea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, the worst place. You sit in a dark room with cold tea listening to Barry Manilow. <laughs> oh my God, that sounds like most of my nights. He could just make out some people standing in front of him. His ears did work though, and he could hear the distinct sound of a vampire's growl. Oh. Sure enough. As Chip started to see better, he noticed he was standing in a room full of vampires. Oh no, Strider, you betrayer. Oh shit. What's going on? He asked. Don't worry. Strider called out from behind the vampires. You're not gonna die. You're just about to receive immortality. Oh shit, they're I gonna know. turn Chip. Man. I wonder, is Strider a vampire? Because he was in the daylight earlier. Maybe he's got some sort of deal with it. Maybe, oh, I bet he's like feeding his kids to the vampires to save his own neck or something. Oh, or maybe. Or maybe he's, that's how he's trying to keep the kids alive by turning them into vampires. Yeah, maybe. 
Is it my time yet? <laughs> a small voice called out? <laughs> like a childish... <laughs> a Birmingham child, possibly. I thought you were going a bit... You were going to go a bit like... Um, what's his name from Dickens? Like... Uh, oh. Is it my time yet? No, no, you, you've made your choice now. You stick with it. You can't change it now. I'm, agree- I'm, I'm fine. Is it my time yet? A small voice called out. A small child wearing a vamp's face pushed his way through the crowd. Yes, Johnny, one of the vampires said. You can turn this one. The young vampire, perhaps the youngest chip I'd ever seen, advanced on him. So this is Johnny. This is the kid that was missing. Mm. He's been vamped. It had been a while since Chip had been in a fight. He wasn't even sure if he could do it. But when Johnny was only a few yards away, Chip spun round and nailed Johnny with a huge roundhouse kick. Yeah, take that, little boy. <laughs> the impact of Chip's boot connecting with the vampire sent them both flying across the floor. Physics. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Huh. That's how weak he is. He, like, bang- bounces off things as he hits them. <laughs> the other vampires growled and went to move forwards. There was around nine of them, not including Johnny, but that number went down to eight when an arrow pierced one's heart and turned him to dust. Katrina! Strider yelled out. He was taken completely by surprise. So disappointed Strider's evil. I know! Oh, man. I've been betrayed by every, like, 80s teen film, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes, Strider, it's me. She stood there, crossbow in hand, along with MC. He had a brand new stake, and he was eager to use it. Thank God, they were just about to kill us. The vampires turned to Strider like they had just been betrayed. Don't even try. We followed your footprints here. I've seen you sneaking out before, you know. I just never suspected anything until now. I'm so, I am so feel like a wasted cool guy voice on Strider. Oh, I know, He man. was called Strider and he fought vampires. <laughs> and but he didn't. Yes. Oh, what a bastard. This is the ultimate betrayal. I know, I'm, I know. I'm very it's, sad I feel more heartbroken than I did over Chip betraying <laughs> everyone. Ah, oh, so this is why I wrote this, you see. I was like, right, I'll make Strider really cool, and yeah. then I'll have them betray everyone so Chip doesn't seem that bad. I'd I probably be... <laughs> sounds about right, yeah. Enough talk, one of the vampires said. I'm tired of turning. Let's eat. MC launched himself into the horde of the undead, staking at will, while Katrina took out more with some precise shooting. Strider started to run. He was heading for the sewer tunnels again. He'd almost made it when he tripped over Chip's legs. Where do you think you're going? He said. Strider got back to his feet, not his face, and swung for Chip. His right fist connected to the ninja's jaw and he hit the ground. Chip grabbed Strider's leg and pulled him to the floor. He tried to pin him down, but he was still weak. Why did you do it, Strider? How could you betray your friends? Who would ever do that? What, what, what kind of terrible person would do that? I, I don't understand. It's a complete mystery to me. Hey, did Chip ever make a little boy a vampire? No, he made sure they all die. It's not bad, <laughs> right? <laughs> but Strider didn't reply. He struggled to get Chip. But with every moment that passed, Chip started to grow stronger. That was until Johnny pulled him off and threw him into a wall. You know, Strider, Johnny said, I should really thank you. You gave me the gift of immortality, so instead of eating you, I'll do the same for you. <laughs> I can't decide if that's terrifying or hilarious. Like, if that little boy vampire turned up with that voice, I'd be like, Dude, what? What is happening right now? <laughs> the vampire pulled Strider up and looked hungrily at his neck. Chip tried to shake off the mild concussion he was about to have when he felt something in his back pocket. <laughs> I 
as I was concussions were, you can sort of like, oh, I've got a concussion coming oh, off. I, I better can... shake shake it off. It'll be fine. I can feel this mild concussion coming. Oh. Chip tried to shake off the mild concussion he was about to have when he felt something in his back pocket. A steak. Strider! Chip threw the steak and Strider caught it. Within a second, Johnny was a pile of dust on the floor. All Strider could do was stare at the ground. Chip went over to him. What have you been doing? He asked. MC and Katrina were just seen off the last remaining vampires. I made a deal. Strider replied. With the vampires. If I provided them with people, they wouldn't kill them. They would just turn them into what they were. Ah, you're right. Mm. Ah. Ah, a, I mean, I guess he's kind of like realised that they can't survive. Mm. So, ah, is that... Mm, deal with the devil, though. Yeah, yeah. But then... Why are there still so many of them? Why not just like let all the vampires in and do it all at once rather than go through this whole facade of like... Maybe they're worried that people would... Well, some of the vampires might die or some of the people might die. Yeah. And da, 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 yeah. Da, da, da. Also, if you're a vampire and some guy's like, no, don't kill us, just turn us into you, would you be like, nah, mate, your food? Yeah. <laughs> like These are some very like uh, compromising vampires. Yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. they just want a big gang. Yeah, that's true. Jesus, Strider. Chip paused for a moment. Who was he to judge? <laughs> I mean, he did uh-huh. something almost as bad before. Strider hasn't heroically sacrificed himself either, so he's exactly. a bad guy. Exactly. There we go. That's the difference. Don't you know that once you have been turned, you are dead? There's nothing left inside. A demon takes over your body and kills with your memories. But your soul is gone. There's no remorse. No guilt. You have a soul, Strider. And now it has to deal with all the deaths you have caused. Yeah, a bit of uh, mm, yes. Is he talking to himself there, or is he talking to Strider? <laughs> the subtlety of the writing. He's like, now make sure you repress all your feelings. <laughs> I know, but I just couldn't handle the responsibility of keeping people alive. And when they started to die, I panicked. Strider stopped talking to find Katrina standing behind him. Cat. He started. But she slapped the taste right out of his mouth before he could finish. The taste out of his mouth. (laughs) Oh my god, I can't taste food anymore. (laughs) You son of a bitch, she said as she walked away. Emsley finished dusting the last vampire and came over to join Chip and Strider. Someone gonna fill me in then? Emsley asked. Strider will. Chip said as he went back into the sewer. Not sure where he's going. (laughs) Just lost. (laughs) Uh, Can you show me the exit please? The police handcuffed all the kids? For what? Being homeless? You're under arrest for being 12. (laughs) The police handcuffed all the kids. Not because they had done wrong, apart from the odd bit of stealing, but in case they ran off before a youth hostel was found that could take them in. What kind of social services do... (laughs) That's some totality... That's bad. (laughs) (laughs) Or is it, oh, oh, hmm. or is it the evil chief inspector? Oh. The corrupt chief inspector Hirato? Are you giving yourself too much credit? Yeah, always. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, this is what I like to do. I like it to pepper be, and yeah, plant yeah, seeds. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, fair, fair, fair. Or they're just cunts. Yeah. <laughs> MC had phoned Tifa as soon as he'd heard Strider's story. He didn't want to risk the kid's safety. Another one I owe you. MC said to the detective, I'm sure there's ways you can make it up to me. Speaking of which, I'm sorry I've been so busy lately. He's been driving me hard. Ooh. I'm driving you hard, Tifa. <laughs> she nodded over to Chief Inspector Hirato, who was putting Strider into a car. 
So he is there. Mm. Mm. He does a lot of work for a chief inspector. Emsey said. I know. Tifa replied. I think there's something up with him. Now, it could just be me being paranoid, but can we talk about it sometime? Ooh, plots and story happening. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I was going to say that like, Tifa <laughs> has been mentioned this a while ago. Yeah, no, that's a fair reaction. Yeah. <laughs> MC nodded and said, Probably should have got that kid charged with something. He's responsible for a lot of kids' deaths. He'll suffer in his own way. Chip said as he came out of the building. For the rest of his life, in fact. He walked past MC and Tifa and got into the car. What's going on? Happy moves, Tifa asked. <laughs> that is proof by itself that Tifa is the dumbest motherfucker in the entire world. Oh, you've got a friend to visit for the summer, have you? <laughs> Who's the new guy? <laughs> oh, Chip's back. Oh, hey, Chip. didn't I try and shoot him once? <laughs> MC kissed her on the forehead and said, Don't worry, you're too fucking stupid to understand. <laughs> but what he actually said, I'll fill you in later. Right now, there's a certain ghost I need to talk to. MC's just doing the same as Shingo Khan here, like Tifa. I mean, really, she'd be like, What the fuck? Why is Chip back from the dead? This evil motherfucker, yeah. why is he here? Yeah. Not just what's going on. And she's like, Oh, I'll tell you later, babe, don't worry. <laughs> don't you worry, be pretty head about it. I, th- I think it is now canon that Tifa is just too stupid to comprehend anything that's going on. <laughs> the journey home was in complete silence again. Neither man wanted to say a thing. The traffic had been pretty quiet, so they got home in about half an hour. Hey, timings! <laughs> when they got back to the mansion, Chip headed straight for his room. He took with him a bowl of water, a sponge, and lots of plasters and bandages. Louise thought about offering to help, but she still wasn't sure. Still resents him a little bit for the... <laughs> One or two little shenanigans that Chip got off. Like the time when, you know, he drank the last of the milk and he didn't replace it. Or... <laughs> Had all the low-fat butter. Yeah. Louise thought about offering to help, but then she was like, oh, my leg hurts. Oh, yeah, that's why. <laughs> she sat in the living room with MC and they chatted about Chip's arrival. We need to talk with Shindo Khan, she said. Go ahead. He said as he appeared, yay, drink, hey. in the living room. He startled Louise. It wasn't the first time, and she was sure it wasn't the last time. I hope not. This is how we get drunk. (laughs) Okay, I will tell you a bit about Chip. But remember, I do not know much. Chip died, killing himself to get... (laughs) (laughs) Honourable sacrifice! (laughs) Chip died, killing himself to rid the world of the one, and now he is back and is totally a hero. (laughs) It is not for the elders to decide who should be honoured with the gift of another chance at life. But Chip has got another... The elders are not so forgiving to us for what happened the last time we met, so they are scarce with the information they have given me. He is back for a reason, an important reason. He will play a part in the world over the next few months. As yet, we do not know what role he will play. So the elders, right? Yeah. They're all like, oh, yeah, man, try to win the world. That's cool, bro. You know, whatever. Grab yourself a beer, kick back and relax. It's fine. Chip and MC fought the elders like, you fuck off, we're not telling you anything now, you <laughs> fucking idiots, why don't you piss off? Just because you were trying to save the world and we were literally <laughs> stopping you from doing that. Man, they've got some egos, haven't they, these hey, elders? Like real yeah. cunts. We should call them the egoers. Yes. Yes. Also, it says it is not for the elders, elders to decide who should be honoured with the gift of another chance of life, but they did it anyway. No, it wasn't the elders, was it? It was someone above oh, them. Oh, shit. Was that actually being... a thing? Yeah, though? yeah, Shinokan said that. I know, I know, but I'm not sure if that is something that you forgot. 
Oh, no. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, because it covers here as well, doesn't it? The okay, elders. Okay, sure. it, we say in both uh, circumstances that the elders weren't fair enough. The ones who decided to bring fair it enough, back. Fair enough. Fair enough. And again, just you know, planting the planting the seeds for the rest of the season. Yeah, you know, there's, yeah. like, there's obviously some big evil coming. You know, in Angel, when there were the mm, spooky dudes who yes. told Doyle and everyone how yeah, about the stuff power, going yeah. on. Did they have higher higher powers? Uh, I mean, kind of. That all got a bit muddy at some point. Because like, they were the powers that be. Right. And, again, I think it was a very general sort of, like, you know, very convenient. Oh, you know, first oil, and then Cordelia's going to get all the visions right, to right, help right. Angel go and do missions and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, it does get a bit muddy towards the end, and they kind of just disappear in season five. And right. Yeah, yeah. But I think, basically, the Elders are like that. I think that's definitely really? where I got it from. Yeah, I stole really? that. Yeah, I wow. stole that MC. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> he will play a part in the world over the next few months, as yet. We do not know what role he will play. You mean, if it's for good or, or evil? MC said. MC, I'm sure they would not spend all this time and effort brining. <laughs> <laughs> we, we kind of, we've let a lot of typos slide, but that one had to be... <laughs> I just, yeah. Just the elders, like, brining chip up is a really amazing image. <laughs> MC... I'm sure they would not spend all this time and effort bribing someone back if it wasn't for a good cause. But you said yourself, the elders are not so forgiving. Don't you remember what they told us? This dimension isn't in their grand scheme of plans. Maybe they've just let Chip loose on the world again so he can finish what he started. Ooh. Mm, that wouldn't surprise that, me. Yeah, that's they a did. good theory. Yeah, yeah. I, think I, I don't very, know why yeah. Shinnecon trust the elders because they've already proved themselves to be rancid cunts. So... <laughs> With all their brining. <laughs> Today, did he seem like the same man he was when he did all those terrible things? MC couldn't answer that. He had spent most of his time today trying to avoid Chip. So what do we know? Louise asked. All we know that Chip has been to hell for his crimes. Yeah, spending a few months in a place like that. Bound to change a guy. A few months? Shinokon said, almost shocked. It has been longer than a few months. He's been suffering in hell for a lifetime. Oh my god! I think we uh, theorised this before, didn't we? Because that's what happened to Buffy. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Just then, the phone rang. Louise went to answer it. MC followed her. I guess it was her name next on the rotor that they put on the wall. Yeah, the big helicopter rotor. (laughs) A few moments later, they returned to the living room. Looks like we're on research duty now. Apparently there is something lurking in the walls of a local church. Okay. Shinnecon said <laughs> Fine, I guess you don't need me now <laughs> Yeah, you totally answered all of our questions Shinnecon and yeah. I gave a bit of an explanation I guess He did, he yeah. did The group got to work Jay returned What's going on? He asked Grab a book and get reading MC said We've got work to do I quite like how in episodes, like, either at the start or at the end, there's always, like, these little cases that they're working on that we don't mm. get to see. Like, you know, there's mm. stuff going on in the background. <laughs> so wonderfully <laughs> well-written, this. Just, it makes the world feel lived in, MC. <laughs> Chip opened up his wardrobe, looking for a clean, less blood-stained shirt. Instead of reaching for a new shirt, he pulled out his long, black coat. It still smelled of him and the countless battles he had fought in it. Ugh. Probably get that wash, mate. He slipped it on and looked in the cracked mirror. Ooh, symbolism. Mm. <laughs> he could barely see himself, and that was fine. The very reason he had smashed the mirror 
was so he didn't have to look at himself every single morning. And that's the end of Trust. Well, and betrayal from Strider. <laughs> How could you? I hoped he was going to be a recurring character. I wanted to do a cool guy voice. Nope, I'm afraid he was just the, uh, there as a metaphor for Chip's uh, redemption. Damn it, his, his voice is far too cool to be such a uh, minor. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, man. Like, don't worry, in the next episode, whatever character, new character turns up, we'll just change the name to Strider. And Perfect, we'll add in a little, like, oh yeah, I got out of the, uh, I broke out of prison. That wasn't me, that was my evil twin, <laughs> also called Strider. Why don't you go away and write some, you know, uh, Strider fan fiction? <laughs> make I did. Rule 34 of Strider. I did since last week, yeah. <laughs> Do that and we'll read it. Also, if anyone else wants to write some Strider fan fiction, please do and we'll read it. That'd be so cool. <laughs> that would be amazing. That's a challenge for you, the audience. Um, but yeah, I mean, this episode is called Trust and uh, I think it's pretty self-explanatory that it's all about, you know, are they going to trust Chip again? Mm-hmm. He spent a lifetime in hell, like mm-hmm. Angel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously the Strider thing is kind of, you know, him trying to redeem yeah. himself yeah. and recognising yeah. he's done bad things and stuff. Mm-hmm. So where, where do we think the whole thing with Chip is going to go? Um, I think that over the next few episodes the gang will learn to trust him and he'll probably do some sort of heroic selfless thing not to sacrifice himself but you know take a, a bullet or a stab <laughs> of someone else and they'll be like oh wow Chip I guess you're great now um, I actually think it's yeah. going to be a longer drawn out process than okay, that. Fair I enough. think maybe there'll be little bits like where they'll be like oh maybe he is okay you know he made everyone breakfast and stuff like that <laughs> but I, I feel like it might be ongoing until the end of the season right I okay, think, okay. I think that's going to be a, a story arc that runs and runs and runs fair enough um, yeah I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what Tifa thinks of everything <laughs> oh hi Chip where you been <laughs> I'm curious to see what's going to happen with the elders as well because I don't trust the slippery little cunts no no, they're obviously going to be a bigger thing this season as well yeah. aren't they they're going to because they don't care about this dimension in this world I know so I don't know if Chip is back to, to battle some sort of multi-dimension threat yeah, maybe like Cthulhu that would be cool yeah that would be awesome that would be really cool I actually quite like the twist for Strider portraying his team. Like, I really mm. thought it was going to go a very basic sort of like they're just trying to survive mm. and they're cool. But that was a little little twist on the fact that I stole the whole gun thing from Angel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was Evil Gun. <laughs> evil Gun, which does happen in season five. Uh, and no, in the comics that run after Angel finishes, he actually yeah. is a vampire. Oh. So, hmm, maybe I'll start from that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, should we see what the next episode is called, yes. MC? The next episode is called Revelations. And if you want to speculate on what that could mean, there's numerous ways you can get in touch with us. We are on Facebook, where you can find us at facebook.com slash Podcast, And you can tweet us and look at our tweets and do tweety, tweety, tweets. <laughs> so clearly you use Twitter all the time, don't you? <laughs> at How I Ripped Off. And if you are coming to this the first time and for some reason you've made it to the end of the episode and are completely confused, you can find our entire back catalogue on SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio and iTunes. And as always, please, please, please leave us a rating and a review. We're not above begging. Uh, <laughs> no, definitely not. It helps us more than a... Biscuit. Yes. yes. Though if you want to send us a biscuit, that's cool too. Yeah, I would like a biscuit. If you send us a biscuit, we will eat it on air in some sort of weird ASMR Oh, the thing. mukbang things. <laughs> yes, that's what we'll do. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll see you next week where some revelations will be revealed. 